Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. everyone, it's Linda OJ here, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network, here with another SBCN Small Biz podcast and today we have our regular guest, Chris Davies, Polarverse. Hi Chris. Hi Linda, how are you? I'm doing okay, thank you. We haven't had the pleasure of your company for, a, a, I guess, at least a month because you've been terribly busy with Polarverse and you've been traveling and everything, but I believe today we're going to talk about one of my most I think it's one of the most interesting subjects today, ransomware. Yes, well, it's uh, certainly the biggest threat out there right now. It's the biggest threat out there right now. So um, I guess you want to share some of your wisdom. I mean, the first question I'm going to say is, you know, should I be able to understand what you're going to tell us today? I mean, would I get my IT guy to to know, look at, you know, the, the website with all your information on, or will I get the gist of it? Well, as you know, I try to explain things in layman terms and take out the uh, techno battle. So it's uh, it's really about uh, everyone needs to know a little bit about it in order to avoid getting infected. So, um, like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about it in the news. Like, you know, even Canadian uh, companies uh, get hit. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in June this past year, like University of Calgary paid twenty thousand in ransom. Oh my goodness! Get, yeah, to get uh, and then that's uh, you know they range anywhere from a thousand to fifty thousand they ask for wow. to um, to release your files. Um, now, in simple terms, though, I mean I'm very lucky, as you know, I do have um, you, obviously, and I have my husband and business partner Dave who do advise me on these things. But I've got pretty clever, you know, noticing certain things. So I I try and help other people by posting awareness tips or guides from you or from Dave or from other people. But not everybody can be bothered to read those tips and guides. So they're not as, say, aware or educated as you and I. So we can't help those people, can we? But we can help the people who want to know, you know, yeah. how we can... You can, lead, you can lead the horse to water, right? That's, that's correct. So <laughs> what, what can we do? What would be the first step, you know, to, to not do something stupid like pay money to bad guys? A lot of it is um, is common sense. Like uh, a lot of it is spread through spam. Uh, like you get an email that, that tries to entice you to either download an attachment or uh, click on a link. So if you're getting like uh, an email from someone you don't know, you definitely don't want to click on any links or download any attachments that you're not expecting. Even when it comes from someone you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that person actually sent it. Yeah, because I, I get those a lot, and I'm not worried about them, obviously, but a lot of people might just click on the links. I got one the other day from a guy in England, a friend of mine, a friend of mine and Dave's, and and basically I knew it wasn't from him, and, you know, it asked me to click on a link. I mean, it had his name, you know, mm-hmm. they and, and I, I don't believe they'd taken over his email or anything like that, you know. It wasn't no, there's, there's lots of ways to yeah. uh, spoof an email address to make it look like it came from that person when it actually didn't. 
But I mean, what about if we click on the link? I mean, is that awful? I mean, will that mean yep. they take, ooh, what will they takes. Sorry? That's all it takes. It could happen in a matter of seconds at that point once you click a link. So tell us what happens once I click the link. Well, if it's ransomware, um, it will um, download a malicious code or script of some kind. And basically, it encrypts all your data so that you can't open it without a decryption code. It's like putting a password on every single file you have. Uh-huh. And you can't open it without that password. And that's what the ransom is. They want you to pay the ransom to give you the code to get back at your files. Now, how do, how, okay, so I've clicked on a link. And then do I get a message off them saying, give us the money, you know? Um, maybe not right away. Sometimes it, it um, might not happen until the next reboot. Although it's... Um, Depending on what it is, it could be almost immediate where you'll get a message on the screen saying um, your your files have been locked and you might not be able to do anything on oh. your system at all mm-hmm. until you pay that ransom. Now, you mentioned quite a well-known company at the beginning of the podcast, so I can understand why I might fall for it or, you know, people who are not quite so aware and we don't have a large IT security bit in mm-hmm. our organization, but why do the larger companies fall for this? Well, it just takes um, an individual to click on a link, right? Uh, and the thing with um, ransomware is it's always evolving. It's always changing. Like mm-hmm. there's, it's, there's like over 4 million different types of ransomware out there, so it's impossible for just something like antivirus to be able to catch all of it. Well, in, uh, in your – you've, um, you've shared a wonderful – page with me that that's yours obviously but you mentioned education security and backup so we've already yep. said we can educate people but not everybody's going to listen or want to know right so is it down to that's our... why you need all three of those things <laughs> but say we've got the security and the backup will that help us at all if if we're not educated or not really because it's a link isn't it yeah, well, the security will depend on what you have in place. Like, um, you need to have what's called layered security because antivirus by itself won't catch everything. A firewall by itself won't stop everything. Um, and anti-malware by itself won't do it all. So you kind of need all these different things in place. Um, and But if it is something new, the the security may not have an antivirus or, or, an an, mm-hmm. or a way of blocking it. Um, and it'll still get on your system, and that's where your backups will come into play. Um, and so could you ex- explain how the backup, like, so the backup is something we have that the bad guy can't get to? Depending on how you've set it up. Like, there's good backups and there's bad backups, <laughs> of course. And in our previous podcast, we talked about business continuity, and that's really the type of backup that I'm referring to. You want something that's going to be taking a full image backup of your systems um, is that is stored locally in both off-site, like in the cloud. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, if you did get infected with ransomware and you're being asked to pay a ransom, it you know it did say get by. You got somebody who clicked on a link that they shouldn't have and it got by your security and now you're at a point where everything's been compromised, mm-hmm. like it's all locked. At that point, you could just go to your backup and restore to a point in time, which yeah, yeah. will come up clean. You won't have the infection or anything, and you haven't had to pay a ransom. I can say with 100% confidence any client of mine that is using my business continuity solution uh-huh. will never pay a ransom. 
I love that. I love the way you say that with such, you know, uh, you really you really do mean that. You're not just saying it to get new clients. You you re- and I guess your customers and clients back you up on that. You know, you have your own backup. The thing is, this though, is is it is it like a lost cause? I mean, is it just getting worse? I mean, it it doesn't. It is seem- getting it is getting worse. There's no real end in sight. Um, well. I think because uh, one of the things that I've uh, in in my research of it that I've seen is like um, there's no um, law enforcement in place because a lot of times the ransom is a lower amount, like between one and five thousand. Uh, so they don't see it as being a big enough thing to like create a task force or anything for it. Uh, and there are also hackers that are creating kits that um, almost anybody could. Uh, run their own ransomware scam. They don't even need to have a lot of technical knowledge to do it. Mm, okay. It, it seems to me one of the scariest things out there because especially for small business owners who, who mm-hmm. you know, don't have a lot of capital, of money to waste or any money to waste. No. So it seems, well, you know, downtime, And then you've got your downtime on top of that as well, right? You know, even though you're paying the ransom, you have all this time that you're down while you're, mm-hmm. you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, really, it's like this is the most depressing thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Are you going to tell? Like, I know we've talked a little bit about you know how we can help ourselves, and you have an awesome solution. I'm guessing a lot of other people do, but then we've just established even large companies are falling for it. So, well, yeah, it's there is well, no way out. You can't remove the human factor, right? You know, um, uh, I mean, I've clicked on links sometimes, and it's like, why did I click on that all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. You know, like just you know, it just takes one moment of um, you know, uh, of not thinking mm-hmm. to uh, to have something happen. I mean, uh, anybody could do it. <laughs> I guess thinking about it, like if we wanted to start a new business, maybe it's a good business to get into because you make a lot of money. Do these people ever get arrested? Do they ever get caught? I have not seen any stats on that, so I can't really comment one way or the other. That's weird, uh, isn't it? It's like a bad, lucrative business where, you know, people yeah. make money from silly people or people who, who are not aware. So can you make me feel better and tell me that it's, it's, you know, it's not as bad as it sounds or is it really as bad as it sounds and we have to educate ourselves? Well, it, is very, it is very bad if it happens to you, and I think... The problem is a lot of people go with the mentality, oh, that won't happen to me. Well, it you know, it can happen to anybody. Look, it happened at the University of Calgary. It's happened to uh, a number of um, medical firms in Canada mm-hmm. and all over the U.S. Like, there's nowhere in the world that, you know, you could say you're protected 100% from it. There's nothing that will protect you 100%. You just have to create layers of security that, that protect you so that you don't have to pay a ransom and you can get back up and going as quickly as possible if it does happen to happen yeah, to you. Yeah. So how can we spread the word amongst, um, you know, I deal with a lot of smaller businesses, mm-hmm. one to 500, you know, primarily people maybe in the company or it could just be a sole proprietor. Is it good for me to keep on plodding on and sharing your information and, and other people's information and hope that they do take notice of it? Shall I just keep on doing that? Well, yeah, but a lot of it's education, right? Like mm-hmm. that ebook that I have available uh, that we can we can put a link with the podcast. Yeah, we will. Um, yeah. That uh, it's uh, really done in layman terms to explain what ransomware is and and goes in a little more detail than what we're talking about and how to protect yourself. And then hopefully people will read it, take notice, and if they have got some questions, I guess they can contact you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So we will put a link, yes, definitely on the podcast page. So um, you've, this, this web page that you've shared with me, this is on your website, is it? Yes. Yeah. So what's your website address again, just so people who are listening? Oh, God, that's easy, poliverse.com. So how many situations like this do you deal with, say, on a monthly basis? Um, you don't, do you? Because you've just stated that your customers are well looked yeah, after. Yeah, I know. I, I don't. I haven't dealt with it in a while. I have had in the past, like I have got calls where someone mm-hmm. says that they, they're infected, and at that point all I can tell them to do is to pay the ransom because they have no other alternative. Because once it's happened, I can't do anything to undo it. They've left it too late, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Like you have to be very, you have to be proactive on, on it. Uh, you can't do anything about it after it happens. It's not like in the old days where you got a virus that's affecting the machine. You can uh, boot from a, a CD or something to run the antivirus. You you can't do that anymore with with this type of thing. Now, how long has this has been going on for? A couple of years, longer than a couple of years. Is it brand new? I mean. No, it's not brand new. It's been getting it's been getting worse. Like uh, they were actually saying from just in in 2016 to, uh, over the last quarter of 2015, it's up about almost 800 percent increase. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly when it started. I thinking um, the Crypto Locker was probably the very first one mm-hmm. that everyone's probably familiar with that name. It's terrible. Uh, and I'm thinking that that was 2013, 2014, but okay. I'm, I'm really not sure. I'm just pulling the number out of my head. <laughs> so basically, you're offering this awesome free book, The Business Guide to Ransomware, and it, it says there's ways to protect your business against ransomware attacks. And there's lots of education in it. It's simple to use. People can download it for free. So I would definitely recommend people listening to this podcast, seriously. And I know you share this, you know, online a lot, I would recommend that people download it. Now, how do we know we can trust this download? I mean, does it happen with, you know, is it just a link? If I download something and I'm not sure about it, can it happen like that? Or is it just a link? I mean, yeah, the download is, is a link. There is a thing that's called a drive-by download, um, hmm. where if you go to, again, this comes down to, like, companies protecting themselves, like uh, if a website isn't properly protected, uh, malicious code can be inserted on a legitimate site that you just visit that site and that's all you have to do. Uh, you don't necessarily have to click on anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, we know you're trusted. We, I'm saying now to everybody who's yeah. listening to the podcast, <laughs> and, I, and I share your information, and I know you're trusted, so we have to come to you or someone like you because we know that it is an e-book, it is going to help us, and basically if you have any questions, we can come to you. Well... Mm-hmm. I guess it's not all bad news then. It's a, I, I'm very much into, you know, awareness, prevention, early detection, which does relate to this. But in this case, um, there is no early detection, is there? It's just prevent, prevent, prevent. Don't click on anything. Well, you, I mean, if it's, if it depends on what you come across. Like if it's a known version of the ransomware, your security uh, could block it or pick it up. Like, like that's okay. where I say you need the la- the layered uh, type of scare. Yeah. You need an antivirus. You need a web filter. Okay. You need anti malware. Um, there's a number of things you need to have in place that to be as preventative as possible. And you explain all that on the web page, even before we have. You know, we we want to download the the. Yeah, I got kind of the highlights there. Yeah. So, so basically, 
we, you know, you've got how it spreads, types and variants, protection. You're giving us all this information, so if people are not, you know, reading this, and and you know what I do, I ask someone if I'm not sure. I say, well, you know what, I'm not sure about this. Dave's not around. Chris is not around. I'll ask another person who is, you know, into this kind of thing. If in doubt, I never, 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 you know, touch anything that looks you know, weird to me. Mm-hmm. I can't thank you enough for giving us the time because I know you're incredibly busy. Are you off to any more conferences um, in the next couple of months? Because I know you, you went to... No, North nothing planned. One. The last one was was in Nashville that I went to mm-hmm. just recently for... for Data, go, I would love to go to Nashville, but I don't think it's my kind of conference. I probably wouldn't understand what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do want to stress, though, that, you know, as much as putting the security... And education, I would say the one that you should not skimp on is the business continuity because that's what's going to ultimately save you if um, the ransomware gets through the other levels. And you, obviously you can help people with that, can't you? That is something that yeah. uh, a lot of it's people... Actually the, it's actually yeah. the focus of my business is, business is business continuity is to make sure that data is safe and recoverable. You see, I don't hear that a lot, and I, and I do deal with a lot of businesses in your kind of you know area, and I think that's really really fantastic. Now, how do we find someone? Say we live too far away from you, and we, you know we can't for some reason you know hire you, engage you. Like, how do we find someone like you? Do we Google you, or do we come to you? And can you recommend someone? Um, well, these days with uh, everything being. Uh somewhat web-based in that um, they don't necessarily have to be local to where I am, but I do have a network of technicians that uh, if it was someone that was outside of the area or, you know, maybe the person's still my client, but I need a physical body to go to their location, I have all kinds of people that I can draw on for that sort of thing. So if someone still wants mm-hmm. to deal with me, even though they're in Saskatchewan or something like that, they can still deal with me. Oh, that's awesome! So, yeah, you can you can do it from here, anywhere, really. That that's really really good to know. Well, again, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I am aware how nasty this is, and I'm definitely not going to be paying money to the bad guys. So, people out there, listen. Oh no, Dave would probably divorce me. But I'll tell you, you weren't listening to me today. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awful. I wouldn't marry married to somebody who talks about this and and being connected to somebody like you. It would make sure I'm a definite blonde who's not listening to. <laughs> so listen we'll definitely put the link on there thank you so much for your time and I know you're busy so hopefully in about a month we can come back and you can share your words of wisdom with us again sure I appreciate it have a good day Chris you too Linda bye bye